You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 172. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well. And as always, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. And a quick reminder about my new journal, which is called Giving Grief a Voice. So if you or someone you know is grieving, this is a beautiful gift and you can find it on Amazon. So this week I'm going to be talking about your relationship with yourself. Now, you know, all of our lives are made up of many relationships with people, places, pets, homes, jobs, money, all sorts of things. And a relationship is a connection or an attachment we have to something we deeply care about. But the most important relationship that you can ever have is with yourself. And let's be honest, we have to live with ourselves every single day. So why not make it the best relationship ever? Now, I have a great relationship with my husband. We have fun together. And from time to time, you know, challenges come up. But in the long run, those challenges make us better people. We enjoy our life together and our relationship makes us happy. But we don't depend on it. However, we do want to keep it, but we're each our own person. And I know that as much as we love each other, we deeply in love and care for ourselves. And, you know, having a relationship with yourself is like any other relationship. It's full of many ups and downs. And so you have to nurture and tend to it to get the most out of it. And when somebody close to us dies or a romantic relationship ends, you know, we can feel like we've lost a part of ourselves, like a part's gone with them. And suddenly we don't know who we are anymore. We might throw ourselves into work, taking care of the kids and then boom, our hopes and dreams get put on the shelf. We might avoid our feelings And as time passes by, we're still none the wiser and we see no possible way that we can ever recover from our grief and find any joy in life again. But somehow, some way, it is important to take the first step to making your way back to you. And that means taking care of your health and healing in order to find happiness again. But how do we do that when we're in the midst of grieving? How can we think about ourselves when someone we love is gone? We can start by allowing ourselves to fully grieve. And you know, 
If you do feel like you've lost a bit of yourself, well, know that that's okay because it's all part of the grieving process. So don't judge yourself. Just allow yourself to grieve in your own way and don't compare your loss because that can slow down the healing process. So take one day at a time as that allows you to do what's right for you. You can journal or talk to someone you feel safe with about your feelings. You know, healing starts when you can share your grief and it helps you to feel less lonely and get back in touch with yourself. So make sure you lean into any and all emotions that come up for you, the good, the bad and the ugly. Try to learn from your feelings as the messengers. So don't push them away and seek comfort in food or alcohol or prescription drugs. You know, these can turn into long-term habits that down the road can be really hard to kick. Grief is difficult emotionally, physically and mentally. So listen to your body. Be kind and gentle with yourself and why not treat yourself as you would a friend? Make sure you get yourself up showered and dressed and try to get out of the house. Look to do interesting and engaging activities that involve interaction and conversation with others. You know, it's natural to want to be alone and short periods of alone time are okay, but be sure that you're not slipping into long periods of isolation as that can lead to depression. So make sure Self-care for you is a non-negotiable task. You know, it's the road back to you. And make sure you keep up with your own medical and dental appointments. Find your support system. Reach out to those people who care about you or find a support group to go to. And remember, if you don't feel like talking to someone, then don't. Only do what feels right for you. Don't get stuck in your negative thoughts because you will replay them over and over as if by magic you might somehow change what's happened. But you know, nothing ever changes. So challenge those thoughts and ask yourself, is this a realistic thought? You might feel that it's not. However, if this all feels way too difficult for you and you can't deal with those negative thoughts any longer, then never hesitate to reach out and find professional help. Now, you can distract from those thoughts by picking up the phone and calling a friend for a chat. Or you could invite a family member around for tea. You could go out to the movies or out for dinner, especially if you're feeling lonely. You know, everyone has that voice inside their head that guides their decisions. So it's important for you to listen to the way you talk to yourself, as beliefs have the power to create or destroy. So try to catch yourself when you fall into negative self-talk and make a conscious effort to rewrite your internal script so that you can make decisions that work for you and take small steps and focus on what's important for you. You will find yourself again through self-care, self-respect 
and self-love. Having a healthy relationship with yourself is about trust and the ability to value yourself as a person, to embrace your strengths and weaknesses, and most of all, be kind to yourself. At the end of the day, our relationship with ourselves is the foundation for everything and all other relationships in our lives. And when you feel ready after any major life changes, then you can start to think about things maybe that you used to love to do before that person, job or home disappeared. This could be a great time to reinvent yourself and find a new you. Take a look back at who you were. What did you love to do? Where did you love to go? And ask yourself, do any of those things still interest me? This is your chance to dig deep and start to find and do things that light you up and matter to you. You could reignite that creative spark. Do you love animals? You could volunteer at the local shelter. Are you the adventurous type who loves being outdoors in nature? You could go hiking, biking or running. Just take the time with this process and remember people change and people grow and maybe this is an excellent opportunity to find a new version of yourself. You know, having a healthy relationship with yourself after a loss means taking action to complete any unfinished business related to your loss so that it no longer controls and consumes you. Completion of pain caused by a loss is what allows you to let go and move forward. But you can't move forward until you decide to take the first step to love and trust and have confidence in yourself and life again. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and it was helpful for you. And of course, if you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, ask a question or share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. And remember to check out my Giving Grief a Voice journal, which you can find on Amazon. And while you're over at my website, you know, please check out my free gifts for you. There's a guided meditation to help you sleep, a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it, plus my fillable grief worksheets. So please feel free to use them. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.